This is Darren Davis, founder and senior leader of the Harbor Church in South Florida, and you are listening to the Harbor Church Podcast. For more information about this podcast and others, visit us online at harborchurch.org. Enjoy the podcast. Harbor at Home. I hope you guys are doing amazing. My name is Juan. I serve here at Harbor as the family ministry pastor. We're in the middle of an amazing, amazing series called Counter Culture. Guys, if you've not seen the previous messages, guys, do yourself a favor. After today's Harbor at Home, go home, take that holy after church nap. We all need it. (laughs) And watch the rest of the series. It will bless you. It's focused on giving you guys the tools we need to think biblically, think countercultural. Today, I've got the blessing and the honor of stewarding another message in this series. Today's message is titled, Stay the Course. We're going to be discussing a topic that's dear to my heart. We're going to be discussing tools to steward disappointment. Now, some of you guys are wigging out. You're wondering, why is there a Jenga tower if you can see it? We're going to mention that in just a second. I know everyone's like, "What? please don't knock it over. What is he going to do with it? We're going to get to that in just a second. But once again, we're in the middle of a series, Countercultural. My name is Juan, and I'll be speaking today on disappointment. So let me give you guys five pointers. I want you guys to be prepared for the journey, everything that you guys need for today. The five points, the very first thing we're going to do, just like in any good journey, if you're a hiker, if you've been on a walk or a run, or if you traveled, you know that you need some essentials in your backpack. Number one, we're going to talk about the essential truths that we need. Number two, we're going to talk about what is disappointment. We're going to name it to tame it. I'm going to get to that in just a second. Number three, we're going to talk about what does it mean to stay the course. I want to give you guys three tools to put in your back pocket. I want you to use these to process with the Lord. And our final two points are going to be our takeaway. And my favorite I've left for last is going to be the results. Guys, there are results. There are tangible results from using these tools. We're learning how to steward disappointment in a biblical way. This is going to get a little weird. It might get in your brain. It might read your mail. But process with me. If this is bringing up emotions, if this is bringing up memories, guys, I invite you, bring them in. This is a safe environment. You guys are in a safe room. Look around you. Everybody good? Let's do a little check. Everybody good? Awesome. Let me give you guys the three essentials that we need for today's message, okay? And repeat after me. We'll go one at a time, and I've got scripture for all of them. We're going to go quickly through those scriptures. The first one is God is good, Now, I know I heard some of you say all the time, so let's go ahead and and finish it all the time. There you go. That's awesome. Number one, repeat after me. God is good. God is good. Psalm 27, 13 tells us, I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Number one, God is good. Number two, God is loving. God is so loving. Repeat after me. God is loving. Psalm 86, 15, but you, O Lord are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Number one, God is good. Number two, God is loving. Number three, God is purposeful. Job 42 two tells us that I know, this is Job speaking, I know that you can do all things, that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. So let's review those three. We're about to get into the real meat of this journey, but we need these in our back pocket, okay? Point number one, these are essentials. God is good, God is loving, 
and God is purposeful. We're going to need that in just a second. All right, let's get into point number two. Point number two is defining it. We've got a wonderful teacher in our community that said this phrase. She said, we got to name it to tame it. In order to win, you got to know who your enemy is. In order to calm it down, we got to be able to trap it. We got to be able to name it. So let's discuss a little bit in point number two. What is disappointment? Here's how I want to frame it. There's many ways that we can discuss disappointment, but here's how we're going to frame it for today. Let's start off with this. Let's realize something big. It is a human thing. Let me pause there. It is a human thing. Guys, we all feel it. It's not just you. And I want to free some of you up of this one. Disappointment is not you either. You are not the disappointment. You are not at fault. It is a human thing, guys. It's a human thing. Let me keep going with with my phrase here. It is a human thing that started in the garden when Adam and Eve chose to believe in something or someone other than God. Now, we all know the story. I'm referring to Genesis 1 through 3. We know that Adam and Eve, they sinned, they believed the serpent. And to save us some time, again, I want to reframe it in just one phrase, that their sin led to the very first unmet expectation. Let me say that again. Their sin led to the very first unmet expectation. Everything to that point was titled good. Everything was good, and it was good. And in this time, the first time, Adam and Eve, they're looking around. They've just been kicked out of the garden. It's probably not too good. Now, a lot of us think that disappointment begins here. A lot of us think that disappointment begins with an unmet expectation. But guys, let me take it a step further because it didn't start at an unmet expectation. An unmet expectation is part, it's actually a huge part of disappointment. But it's not the root. And today, what are we learning? We're learning how to get to the root, how to steward disappointment. we got to get to the root. And let me say it this way. Some of you guys think that disappointment starts at an unmet expectation. Let's go further. Let's get real. It starts with distrust. It starts with distrust. Distrust begets disappointment. So I want to say it this way. And bear with me. Just work with me here. Disappointment is a choice to believe that God was not or is not good enough for you in a specific moment, time, or situation. Let me say that again and stay with me. Stay with me. Disappointment is a choice to believe that God was not or is not good enough for me in a specific time or moment. So let's summarize that, okay? It starts with disappointment. It may lead We may think that it's an unmet expectation, but at the root of it, it's distrust. I told you that I'd be giving you three tools, okay? Here's the first one. We've got to be honest with ourselves. We've got to be honest. It starts with honesty. So what do I mean by that? A lot of us, again, think that it starts with an unmet expectation, and we say phrases like this. I'm so confused. I'm so angry or sad that it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. And I get it. That phrase is absolutely acceptable. It's human. We're all there with you, okay? It's not just you. But what do I mean by being honest? We got to be accurate. We got to be honest with ourselves. I want you to take a pause from saying those phrases. And I want you to start with this. God, right now, I don't trust you. I'm not trusting you right now. Let's go even further. God, I put my trust in you. And it still 
went a different way than I thought you said it was gonna go. I do not trust you. Now, I know some of you guys are like wigging out, like, Juan, you, you can't say that. We should be saying that. Guys, there are books, and when I say books, I mean books of the Bible that were written all about this topic. How many psalms, lamentations do we hear where they say, Lord, where are you? I didn't think that it would go this way. It starts with honesty. It starts with honesty. Our stewarding of this topic of, of disappointment starts, number one tool, with being honest. Okay, let me, let me uh, summarize that point with this. Unmet expectations may lead to emotions. Distrust leads to disappointment. Disappointment leads to breakdown. But guys, I promise, breakdown leads to breakthrough if you are honest. If you are honest. Okay, again, it's okay to say this. Look at the Psalms. Look at Lamentations. So, We've learned our essentials that we need. God is good, God is loving, and God is purposeful. We have defined, we have structured and framed disappointment. What is it? What is it at the root? We're going to come back with a different, uh, different um, description of it in just a second at the end. But now, I know you've all been waiting for it. I'm going to go ahead and bring over our Jenga tower, and please, right now, be praying that these don't get knocked over because it will literally ruin everything. Almost there. Okay, good. All my Enneagram sixes are like freaking out right now. But all right, so here's what we're going to do. We've got two towers right here. We're going to focus on the one on my left. We've discussed what is disappointment. We've discussed our essentials. Now, I want you to go with me in this analogy. We're going to go with this tower right here. And what we're going to do is we're going to imagine that this tower right here is our union with God. What do I mean by union? This is our relationship. This is our intimacy with the Father. This is how we trust him, how we communicate with him. So it's looking pretty good. A lot of us might look at this and say, man, look at, look at my relationship. We might be flaunting and we might be saying, look how strong it is. Look how tall it is. But, ooh, something happened. I lost my job? Huh. Ouch. I know I'm cheating. I'm using both hands. One more thing might happen. Whoa, what's on my health bill? My doctor said, What? I thought that that relationship was going to work out, Lord. You told me that that was going to work out. Take it from the top. Lord, I thought that I was supposed to go that way. You told me to move there, didn't you? Okay, Lord, things are getting a little weird here. Why did, you, why did that happen? Why is my bank account looking the way it is, Lord? You told me that it was going to be prosperous. Lord, I thought that person was going to get healed. God, you said all these things would happen. Huh. We're not looking as full as we were before, were we? We're looking a little thin. Our tower is starting to get a little thin. Let's use our tool already. Number one, let's be honest. How many of us are here? How many of us are looking a little thin these days? Let's see if we can take out one more piece. Anybody nervous? (laughs) Now let's start to get a little more honest. I know I've been here, but I know I've also been there let's be honest how many of us are potentially here today our tower is gone our tower is completely tumbled over we've put our trust in the lord we've said all the right things we've met all the right people we've been praying forever and still it does not go our way i no longer trust in the lord I'm through. I am done, Lord. I'll figure it out my way. I'll start to rebuild. I got it, Lord. No sweat. I'll just start to grab these little pieces. 
A lot of us are here, and that's okay, because I've got a message for you. What is the countercultural thing? What is the one thing that's going to completely obliterate the enemy's mission in your life? Rule number two, or tool number two, I should say. Let me knock these over. Tool number two is to realize that disappointment is a good thing. Let me say that again. Disappointment is a good thing. Why is it a good thing, Juan? You just saw my life in shambles. Literally, you, you, you showed my life as a, as a pile of broken Jenga pieces. Can I say something? Rule number one, tool number one, you got to be honest. Tool number two is to realize that disappointment will always reveal right here. Always reveal what we were building our relationship with Jesus upon. You see, guys, we might say that our tower is this tall, but realize that it was built on my job being good and secure, my finances looking good, my relationships with my friends, my health, what car I drive, the level that I have on my followers, all of these things we needed to trust in the Lord. And what did disappointment do? Knocked them all down. That is good, guys. John 15 tells us that the Lord prunes the things that we do not need. Am I like wigging you out right now? Because you're probably thinking, how is disappointment a good thing? We got to think countercultural. We got to think a different way than what the world tells us. The world will tell us, guys, look, Juan, you've been through so much. Quit. (laughs) Quit. You got to put your trust in something else. But what we need to realize, number one, if we're honest, we got to start with honesty. We have to realize that the Lord is patient. The Lord is patient with our process. He's patient with our journey. Can I tell you tool number three? This is a good one. This is a really good one. Now, when I was was thinking about this message, I was going to rebuild that tower. But tool number three is to realize this, and this is a big one. Rule number one, be honest. Tool number two, tool number two is to know that disappointment is a good thing. And tool number three, God is always building. God is always building. You see, when I wanted to rebuild the tower, I didn't want, it to th- I didn't want you to think that God is rebuilding. Because if I tell you that God is rebuilding, it makes it sound like God thinks that you were knocked over. Countercultural way of thinking is to realize that God's got his own tower for you. And he's always saying, I am building you. I am showing you more of myself. Thank you, Juan, for your honesty. This is the Lord talking. Thank you for telling me how you feel. I know, I know it was hard. I know. But I needed to show you my goodness. I needed to show you that you didn't need that job. You didn't need that relationship. You didn't need that situation to go that way. You didn't need to move there. You didn't need to feel fulfilled by that. I will fulfill you. We got to be honest. We got to realize that he's pruning. Disappointment is a good thing because it teaches us to trust in the Lord. And guys, guess what? He's always building. Our breakdown leads to breakthrough. We got to be honest. We got to know that God is good. God is loving and God is purposeful. He's always grabbing those pieces. When we think that we are absolutely done and we say, Lord, I don't trust you. That one hurt, but I know that you were good. The Lord goes, I needed to show you that. 
You go through a situation, you realize that you've got authority now. You realize that you have authority to speak into someone else's life because of a situation that you went through that began in an unmet expectation, led to disappointment, ultimately led to God saying, I needed you to learn that. I'm building you. I'm proud of you. I want you to be the strongest tower that you can be. I want our relationship to be only built on you and I. I encourage you to read the rest of John 42. Job, sorry, Job 42. Why? Because that is where we read Job after the trials. You see, guys, the trials will come. The disappointment will come. I don't want to speak that over you, but I want to be honest. The trials will come. And it is up to us to strengthen our relationship, to lean into the Lord and say, God, I will, will not, I will not build my relationship based off my job, based off my relationship, based on my wealth, my income, my bank account. I am going to build it off of what I know is true, that you are good, that you are loving, and that you are purposeful. So let's start with being honest. Let's start with being honest. Let's think counterculturally. And I want you to know, our third tool, it's been there the entire time. I want you to just almost tattoo it on your head that God is good, God is loving, and God is purposeful. Nothing that he does, hear me, nothing that, is, that he does is a mistake. He's going to use absolutely everything that comes your way. So let's talk about some takeaways. I want to I go through those tools again. I want you to begin that process with the Holy Spirit. You're in a safe room to process in a second. We're going to hear some questions that you guys will be discussing. But let's go ahead and wrap up with the takeaway. And my favorite part of all of this is the results. What does this result in? Let me read this to you. What are our three tools? Number one, be honest and go to the root of distrust. Number two, disappointment will always be used to reveal what we have built our union with God upon. It will always reveal, and that's a good thing. Number three, I've been saying it this entire time, it's one of our tools to say and to repeat and to have it in your back pocket. God is good, say it with me, God is loving, and the last one, God is purposeful. So I told you guys that I would end with the best part. What are the results? What are the results from using these tools? I want to read to you guys a lyric from one of my new favorite songs. Um, you may have heard it. It's a song called Weathered. Uh, it's a Bethel song. Dante Bo sings it. Here are the lyrics. Absolutely beautiful. It says this, how sweet it is to trust in Jesus, to know you, to really know you, Father, Son, and Holy Shepherd. A love so deep, it can't be measured. A love that's real. A love that's weathered. You hear that? A love that's real. A love that's weathered. You see, guys, the result in seeing God this way, the result in, in us being honest, us knowing that God is good, God is loving, God is purposeful, us realizing that disappointments will ultimately reveal the things that we didn't need to begin with. It will reveal to us the deeper areas of God's love and God's heart and his goodness. It's going to completely reframe the way you see God from a punisher to a pursuer. God is after you. God is after you. All he wants to do, do I have any more pieces here? All that he wants to do is show you his love, show you that he's proud of you. 
show you that he is good. He is good beyond what we can even imagine on this side of heaven. There's no words for it. The only thing that we know is that God has a tower that he is building. He never takes pieces out. He's never disappointed in you. He's only building. So guys, we've talked today about tools to steward disappointment. I hope that this has blessed you. Speak to your Harbor at Home leader, to your small group leader, and discuss these next questions that can take this to the next step. We love you guys. Be blessed. Take care. Have an amazing rest of the day. Thanks for tuning in to the Harbor Church Podcast. I hope that you were enriched, inspired, and blessed by what you heard. Please subscribe on the podcast app and be sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also download our Harbor Church mobile app. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.